I'm excited to be bringing you uh, this message today. So over the course of lockdown, I've had a few adventures, for want of a better term. Uh, when we first hit lockdown, I really felt the Holy Spirit was speaking to me about to see this as an opportunity rather than a limitation. And so I've tried to apply that in a number of different ways throughout lockdown. And it's been really interesting journeying that. You know, there's been a number of challenges that have come up, whether it be financially, illness in my family, uh, a bunch of different things have come. But two of my favourite words in Scripture are, but God. And so even with those challenges, but God, He has provided, He has overcome, and He has carried myself and Em and I through this. And so my headline of lockdown is God still reigns. And it's interesting, I'm talking about headlines on purpose because the title of my message is Headline, But God. You know, I'm a former journalism student and so I'm I'm aware of how headlines can cause emotional reactions and capture people's attention. And I think throughout lockdown, we've seen a number of different headlines, which I'm going to touch on in a sec. And I wanted today unpack some headlines that we should be reminding ourselves of. So I'm going to quickly pray. Father God, we thank you for your goodness. We thank you for who you are and that it doesn't matter what situation we are in, but God, you still interact with us. You still love us. You still provide and you are there with us. So speak through me today and I pray that we are all encouraged in Jesus' name. Amen. So at church, one of my roles is on the communications team. So I look after a lot of the church social media, uh, website and all of those things. So In essence, I'm on social media a lot during the day. And one of the downsides to being on social media a lot is that you see all the headlines. And a lot of the time, it's pretty negative. And a lot of the comments that people say are pretty negative. And you know, these headlines elicit a response. And through this time of lockdown, we've been anxious about COVID-19. We've been unsure about what things will look like on the other side. We've been scared for our family and friends who we know are vulnerable. We've mourned the loss of life. We've been outraged by what happened to George Floyd. And we've been frustrated by these restrictions that we're in. And we've also seen social and political divisions that have done nothing but perpetuate these feelings. So in all of this, where is God? And so today, I want to refocus our hearts, minds and souls on our Creator, who is always making headlines that start with, but God. From the beginning of time, our God has been making headlines. His actions are newsworthy. But with increased digital traffic today, this can interfere with our relationship with God. And so our perspective is distorted by the wrong headlines. Today, I'll be looking at a summary of some of the key headlines from the lives of Moses, Joshua and the Israelites in that time. So here's a couple of facts to set the scene. Both Joshua and Moses were key figures in the history of the Israelites. From leaving Egypt and to entering the promised land and so much in between, these these are two guys that are prominent in the Old Testament. And the Israelites in the Old Testament were the chosen people of God. And here in 2020, we are the people of God. So when I mention the Israelites, think about yourself in that story that God's promises applied to the Israelites back then and they apply to us today. And Joshua was originally known as Hoshea, meaning salvation. 
And Moses changed his name to Joshua, which means the Lord saves or Jehovah is salvation. I think that that's a pretty cool name if you think about it. So when it comes to headlines, I want to look at five headlines today. And these are particular moments in the lives of Joshua and Moses that I feel are relevant to us today and show how these but God moments change their trajectory and they change ours today. And they give us confidence and assurance in our faith. So lockdown counter headline number one, but God saves and delivers. There are two stories from the book of Exodus that I feel are representative of this headline. You see, the Israelites have spent hundreds of years in captivity in Egypt. And then Moses discovers his true identity and goes on a bit of a soul searching journey to understand what this all means. Now, on this journey, he meets the woman that will become his wife and he encounters God speaking through a burning bush. I don't know about you, but if I was out walking in the wilderness and all of a sudden a bush burst into flame and started talking to me, I'm not really sure I'd know how to react. But Moses hears the voice, recognises it as the voice of God and he returns to Egypt ready with confidence and assurance in who God is and what God has asked him to do. And so sometimes we need to retreat and pursue God in order to find the answers that we seek and the deliverance that we need. And so Exodus chapters 7 to 12 detail what happens after Moses returns. And this section of Scripture talks about 10 plagues that are called down on the Egyptian people. And so some may see God as being vindictive and a bully in this passage of Scripture, in what he subjects the Egyptians to. But when we consider the entire story, I feel like this is God being protective of his kids. He gave Pharaoh opportunities to let his people go, to which Pharaoh refused. And so the plagues came and it took Pharaoh losing his son for him to allow the Israelites to leave. But then he changed his mind and pursued them as they fled, leading to this second story, the parting of the Red Sea in Exodus chapter 14. I want you to think about your life and a time where you were really scared and trying to flee, where the fear just takes over. It distorts your view and your understanding of life. It's pretty full on. You know, I think back about five or six years ago, it was not long Actually, after Em and I got married, I think it was about in the first month, I woke up one night screaming. Like, I didn't even know that I was screaming. I just felt this weight on me that I couldn't, I couldn't move, I couldn't get up, um, and I just wasn't responsive. And I can imagine how traumatic that would have been for Em. And I woke up in this sweat and heart beating and just consumed with fear. So I know what it's like to be stuck in that place of fear. And I'm going to come back to this story in a little while. The thing is, the Israelites would have been fearful as they reached the water's edge and saw the Egyptian army chasing after them. But God. Hallelujah. But God saved and delivered them by parting the sea. And he is still saving people from slavery to the enemy and delivering us from Satan's schemes today. He is bringing peace in the storm and light in the darkness. God is still saving and delivering us even in the midst of a pandemic. 
Lockdown counter headline number two. But God is present. You know, there is power in His presence. Often with the chaos around us and the storms of life, it is hard to see where God is. But God, He gives us power and strength and peace and contentment through being in His presence. Exodus 33:11 says, "The Lord would speak with Moses face to face, just as a man speaks with his friend, then Moses would return to the camp. His assistant, the young man Joshua, son of Nun, would not leave the inside of the tent. You know, Joshua saw the value of being in the presence of God. For the Israelites at that time, the presence of God was a tent where the stone tablets were kept before the Ark of the Covenant was fashioned. For us today, clothed with power from on high and filled with the Holy Spirit, He is with us wherever we go. And it's not just in a tent or in a church building or in a particular defined place. God is with us. But I think that we also all have a place where we can go and hear from God. For some, it's going to the beach and just sitting and listening to the waves come in, listening to the water. For others, it might be a, a, a forest and just being out in nature. For some, it might literally just be sitting on your deck, watching the sunrise, having a cup of tea or coffee or whatever it is. We know where we hear from God. And so it's important for us to actually prioritise spending that time with God. If we look at verse 14 of Exodus 33, it says, My presence will go with you and I will give you rest. This is an amazing promise that God gives to Moses and I think is really relevant to us today, that His presence goes with us. He is with us and He will bring us rest. So even in the storms of, of life and this lockdown that we are in, the fear, the anxiety, the stress, in His presence, we can find rest. His presence equips us to live by and with faith, to stand in authority by the power of God in our lives. And if you haven't been filled with the Holy Spirit, that's okay. Wherever you are, you can ask God to just come and fill you afresh. Whether you've been filled before or, or not at all, just ask Him where you are. Holy Spirit, come and fill me afresh today. God is with us. And He says in Joshua 1 that He will never leave us nor forsake us. That was His commitment to Joshua and that is His continued commitment to us today. So cast your eyes on things above, church. See your supernatural and spiritual reality as redeemed children of God, set free, loved unconditionally and empowered and anointed with the power of the Holy Spirit. Whatever is going on, it's not the end. But God, remember that. But God. Lockdown counter headline number three. But God is bigger than our situation. One of my all-time favourite stories when it comes to faith building is when the 12 spies who went into the land of Canaan at Moses' request. And we read this story through Numbers 13 and 14. Now, one member of each Israelite tribe was selected to enter the land of Canaan for 40 days to get the lay of the land and report back to Moses. Now, God has promised them victory. He has promised that land for them. He said, that will be your land. But when the spies saw the fortified cities and the resident giants, 10 of them panicked. And unfortunately for Joshua and Caleb, who trusted God 
and spoke in faith that the Israelites could take the land despite the surface reality, the Israelites listened to the false report of the 10. And now we're stuck wandering in the wilderness for another 40 years. And it cost Moses his chance of entering the promised land. And we are in a time now of lockdown, restrictions, and it may feel like we are stuck wandering in the wilderness. But God, He isn't confined to our measure of time. He is still active and He is with us, church. But God, whatever is going on, God can and will intervene. I think we sometimes look at our life and see a limitation. We see a challenge that is too big to overcome. We see a giant we cannot slay. But God, while we may not make headlines, God does. And he is bigger and greater than any situation before us. And I think that our situations can distort our perspective. And so the reality of what God is doing and speaking is lost on us. You see, the voice we listen to will determine the reality that we experience. And so if we're listening to our situations, we don't allow God's voice to penetrate into our situation and to actually see his glory manifest in that situation. I think it's telling that the two tribes that gave a positive report were the tribe of Ephraim, which means being the tribe of being fruitful, and the tribe of Judah or the t- tribe of praise. I really like that it's those two two tribes, the tribe of praise. You know, there is power in praise. And from that place, fruitfulness does come in the Holy Spirit. You know, I spoke of my nightmares earlier. I now sleep with worship music playing every night. And I struggle to sleep, truth be told, if I don't have that music playing. Because I know that there is power in praise and worship and that the presence of God is with me. And it took a terrible situation for me to remember that God is bigger than those nightmares and the schemes of the evil one. And I, want, I hope that encourages you today, that God is bigger than whatever it is in your life. Fix your eyes on Him. If you need that but God moment, it will come. Just press into Him. You know, the fear of these nightmares was overwhelming, but I know that my God is bigger than that fear. And so we need the faith to not just see the negative. We may be feeling in this time that there is no way out, but God, but God. He said to the Israelites that the land is theirs and he says that to us today. His kingdom keeps coming church. I want you to pause for a moment and consider your life. How has God moved in your life? When a storm comes, what can you lean on to remind you of his provision, of his faithfulness, of how he carried you through? Logic and physical reality may suggest we will lose, we will be alone, we cannot overcome, we won't see healing or breakthrough or our family come to know Jesus. But God, you can trust God and by faith, we will see God move. Together, we will get through this stronger and healthier together. Lockdown counter headline number four. But God chooses us and is faithful. In Joshua 1 verse 3, it says, I have given you every place where the sole of your foot treads, just as I promised Moses. 
We may not all be called to lead the Israelites or to lead a ministry or to own our own business or lots of different things. But God has given us every place our feet tread. He is with us. Be encouraged by that today. In verse 5, it says, No one will be able to stand against you as long as you live. Now God chose Joshua to lead his people and remained with him. And I think that when we, when we recognise this truth, nothing can come against us and prosper. Nothing can stand against us and succeed. And for some of us, we may struggle with this notion of being chosen. You know, think back to your time at school. Maybe they were picking teams for, for sport at lunchtime or for something else. Maybe you were the last one chosen. Maybe you weren't chosen at all. You know, I can resonate with that feeling. I can resonate in being stuck in comparison and not thinking that I'm good enough and that God won't choose me. But God, He looks at us and sees our potential. But God, He looks at us and sees the purpose that He has for us. But God, He looks at us and sees His children. Reading through all of these experiences of Moses and Joshua, we see that the Israelites had to wander through life and some long hardships. And sometimes we have to go through a famine, whether it's physical or spiritual, or a storm or something that breaks our heart. Sometimes we feel alone and helpless. But just because we feel that and because we give up on God or give up on ourselves, but God... He doesn't give up on us ever. 2 Timothy chapter 2, verse 13 says, If we are faithless, he remains faithful, for he cannot deny himself. God's nature is faithfulness, church. He cannot deny that part of his nature. And this can be one of the hardest truths for us to absorb sometimes. But God, he is faithful to who he is and to what he says. That mountain that he says will move, he will move it. He is faithful, church. He is faithful. I want to encourage you that he is present with you and that fear and stress and anxiety, just stop. Breathe. Allow this moment of but God to intervene in your circumstance. He is faithful to us, church. And so we need to position ourselves in such a way that we, are, that we realign ourselves with him and his will and his promises. Throughout Joshua chapters 3, 4 and 5, we see the manifestation of God's faithfulness to the Israelites. They're leaving where they're camped, headed to the promised land and have to cross the Jordan River. And at this time of year, it would have just been full of water. And so they cross. The Ark of the Covenant, the presence of God goes first but God, with no way to cross, but God opens the water and they cross. And so Joshua gets some of the Israelites to pick up 12 stones and set them from the base of the Jordan River and set them up when they get to the other side as a monument, a lasting legacy of God's faithfulness in bringing the Israelites to the promised land. And lockdown counter headline number five, God is victorious. But God, He is victorious, regardless of what is going on. He is victorious. And one of the weirdest stories in the book of Joshua, I think, is in the early part of chapter 6. 
to put this into context, Joshua's army was feared. They hadn't lost a battle. They were good. And then God makes a really odd request. Picture this. You're in Joshua's army. You respect your commander. You love God. You'll go anywhere Joshua or God says to go. You're ready for this fight. And the people of Jericho, where you want to get into, they fear you. And as everyone goes to meet to get the battle plan, Joshua tells you that you will win the battle by walking around the city seven times, playing horns, shouting, a bunch of other things. You'd kind of think he's lost it, right? But God, he was faithful to his promise of victory. We are free to choose the path we take in life But when we recognise the faithfulness of God, that He is with us and that He chooses us, we start to walk in the victory that is rightfully ours, just like the Israelite army did. Satan has no authority or power over us. We can stand in the victory. God pushed them outside of their comfort zone like He often does with us. But with God, great things never come from our comfort zone. So let's embrace what God is speaking to us. And I think for all of us today, as humans, we were stuck in a cycle of sin. We were separated from God. We had no way of coming back but God. He was victorious through Jesus. I think of my nightmares and feeling like I was so confined to that and the trauma for him and I, but God, he is and was victorious. And it's time for all of us to claim that victory. We sang earlier, let the praise go up as the walls come down. You know, praise is a gateway to victory, church. Let us praise Him in this time and in all circumstances. Let us praise His name forevermore and be filled with the power of the Holy Spirit to go into the world, walking in victory and helping others to see and claim their victory. God is moving. Sometimes we struggle to see it. Sometimes we struggle to to feel it. But God, He is moving. Let's be that Christian community who work together for justice, mercy and faith and see our communities transformed. Let us fly the headlines of, but God, like a banner where He has intervened. Let us see the opportunity before us in this time to show the world that our God is not irrelevant. But God still reigns.